Briefly, we want to let you know that you'll find the most current legislative updates at the end of this program and after the presentations. I am here today with Kelly Luisi, and Kelly Luisi and I met several years ago when the North County Veterans Stand Down launched. Yeah. And we worked together, and Kelly came in with a whole bunch of stuff to give to the homeless veterans, and we made this awesome connection. We talked about how important it was to uh, get her back into the Veterans Association of North County. Yes. And we finally got her here to join us in our podcast. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. It's been a journey. It has indeed. We have um, Kelly Luisi, the founder of the Homeless Veterans of San Diego. And yes. she is going to share with us a few things about what has happened before COVID and during COVID. So let's start with letting people know who you are and what you're about. How okay. did you get started in all this? Well, I blame part of this journey on you, Michael. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> when I met you at uh, the North County Stand Down, I was uh, there as a volunteer and to just offer my backpacks that I had put together with my volunteer staff and friends um, just as a gesture to help the homeless. And through that experience, I realized um, how significant the homeless crisis had come had become in San Diego and that all the puzzle pieces um, of assistance weren't connecting for some reason uh, for the veterans. So I went home from that experience and realized I needed to do more. And I have kind of a significant background with military and veterans. I lost my brother in Iraq in 2006, and that started me on a journey of helping fallen soldiers' families through a nonprofit I started back in 2006, which was Our Fallen Soldier, and then in 2017, I believe, when I met you, I uh, decided to found Homeless Veterans of San Diego, and it has been a complete learning curve. Um, I have a background in psychology, but never prepared myself for this journey and in dealing with primarily men, but a lot of women too that served. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where it all began. And we've been doing this now for five years. Our home is Vance, the Veteran Association of North County. And um, Chuck, the founder of this building, was so gracious back then when I was just starting to give me a safe place to do my work and to meet with clients before I was meeting at Brother Benno's. And that was a great place, but it didn't give the privacy that I needed 
to um, really engage with the veterans and figure out what we could do to help them move forward. So that's kind of where it all began. I think, too, that what you and Chuck share is the idea that helping a homeless veteran is not about gifts. It's not about just giving. It's about expecting again. And when I think about your your program, can you help people understand how this program is unique and different than the others? Sure. I love to talk about our program. (laughs) Uh, Our program was built on the idea that what was currently going on in the city um, with other programs, which I will not name, Mm -hmm. um, was not working for some reason. And so when I really looked at the situation of homelessness, I realized that in order for veterans to move forward, they needed to have someone to shadow them or to walk beside them in order for them to move forward because change is scary and change is foreign. And in order for someone to move confidently in a certain direction, they really need support. So my staff at Homeless Veterans, as I was putting staff members Together, we use a team approach. So when a veteran comes to Homeless Veterans of San Diego, they don't work with one person or one case manager. They work with a team, and we call those care teams. And the care teams are meant to provide support and structure, or our favorite word right now is scaffolding. Um, Like a building, we're building the veteran back up and giving them hope. So we create these teams. And not only are we helping navigate them towards housing, but we're helping them with legal. We're helping them with their claims. We're making sure that they have their basic needs like food and medical. Um, And most importantly, right now, um, the big key word is mental health and I believe that in order for veterans to move forward through addictions or um, any kind of PTSD, even traumatic brain injuries, we need to get to the root of the problem before we can start building their structure or their scaffolding back. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where our program is particularly unique, and we assist veterans with our care team by advocating on their behalf. So if we connect them with another housing program, because we right now can't provide our own housing, what we do is we make sure that the engagement is there, that they're totally plugged in, that they have a participating active case manager on the other end that really understands their needs. When... And I know how many uh, people you helped. Um, I've seen the numbers on your website, but I've also heard the stories. When people come to you for help, how do you fund all this? I mean, how do you keep all of this happening? That is a good question. (laughs) That's one I'm constantly asking myself. There never seems to be enough funding for the need. 
And I think although a lot of us are under the um, kind of false perception that COVID is over or a lot of people are back to work or going back to their workplaces, there are still many that have veterans that have been displaced because of COVID. Maybe they lost their job, their marriages um, ended, they're having difficulty in their marriages. And so our phone calls have gone up exponentially and we're just trying to keep up with the pace. But during COVID, we were supplying hotel rooms. We were taking young families and the elderly off the streets when there was nowhere else for them to go and everybody was in a a shelter-in-place mode, Mm -hmm. we were helping those veterans. Well, hotel rooms back during COVID were really inexpensive. You could get a room for $30, $40 a night. Mm -hmm. Now we are faced with $100, $115, $20. And so it's a constant battle to keep up financially We've been um, very blessed to work with the county of San Diego, um, but they they can't give me enough money um, <laughs> to keep up with the demand right now. When people are coming to you for help, um, how does purpose, drive, and motivation factor into how they get help from you? Uh, aside from getting you getting a hotel for the night, how do you help them move forward? So uh, our goal at Homeless Veterans of San Diego is to really engage with our veterans, know who they are Mm -hmm. and kind of what makes them tick or what has stopped their clock and is not allowing them to move forward. So our number one concern is what is your purpose What did you aspire to be before you went into the military? Where did your your disengagement with the world, society, yourself, where did that come from? So we really try to dive into our veterans and figure out what's in the core, what's in the center of their heart, what do they aspire to be, what are their goals? It's not what going to work for me or where I want to live, but it's what's really in the best interest of the veteran and helping them move forward. So the first is purpose. We want to find what is going to make this um, veteran get excited and have a thirst for life or moving forward. And oftentimes that might be a child or a parent or a spouse that gives them the motivation and drive. Mm -hmm. So that's the purpose. And then the motivation is what's going to help you every day when you get up in the morning and you, you know, we all put our pants on the same way. And, but what is going to motivate you to get up and get something done? So we constantly are trying to motivate and that's where the care teams come in. And we um, oftentimes do mentoring calls. So some of my graduates that have gone through our program will mentor 
our new veterans and keep them going with motivation. We have a quote of the week that we put on our action plans just to kind of give them something to think about. Um, So it was uh, purpose, motivation, and drive. So what is going to drive them forward and keep them going? And sometimes, you know, that's a, a conversation with me that may make them feel uncomfortable, uh, but to keep them going to be the motivator and realize that we have a lot of veterans that we're working with and they need to be accountable. They need to stay focused and really work on their goals and We set up action plans each week with the veteran of goals that they have. And we write those goals down, not just a typed up, you know, one one sentence to keep them motivated. No, we give them specific plans and people that they can check into with their care plans. If they, for some reason, don't understand or they uh, a lot of times with PTSD, People um, will get frustrated or they'll give up because uh, somebody made them wait on the phone too long or they got disconnected at the VA. And so we're there to to drive them and keep them moving forward and really to hold them accountable. There is an awful lot of the homeless that you and I met during those different times Yes, that have VA benefits, but yes. aren't using them. Yeah. How do you help them motiv- uh, kind of figure out their way through the VA system? That's an interesting question because I was just talking to um, someone who just came on to my staff who's a psychotherapist and he deals with trauma and he was at the last stand down with me and we were engaging with veterans as they were checking in. And what we realized is there's a lot of shame sometimes with someone admitting that they're a veteran. And I found that particularly odd because I come from a, a long line of veterans and uh, it's, it's an honor to serve these veterans. And I think that Some veterans who didn't serve over in Iraq or Afghanistan or Vietnam or Kuwait or Korea, I mean, all these different areas that we've encountered, they have a shame that they carry with them that they weren't there with some of the other guys that they may have served with. So first we try to get them to become really comfortable and prideful in what they did for our country. And we empower them to really embrace that idea that they're a hero and that they they do deserve um, everything that this world has to offer in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And what we often do with this whole um, shadowing process is we try to engage them you might find our staff at the va trying to help a veteran sign up for his benefits or engage and so it's a lot of um, walking beside them and helping them move forward but that's basically what we do and 
we just have a lot of conversations and help them fill out paperwork and understand what doctors are saying or what a psychologist is saying in order for them to really understand and embrace whatever needs to happen. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're back at Vance or if you're looking or people are looking for ways to get in connection to you, how yes. do they do that? Um, they can go to our website. We have a uh, assistance form that you can fill out. We try to get back to everybody within the same day. Um, our phones are ringing off the hook, but we're doing our best. Sometimes I'm making phone calls to vets at 8 or 9 at night, um, and that's just the way it goes. I always say homelessness doesn't have a time clock, and it doesn't end at 5 o'clock or on the weekends. <laughs> so we, um, we really try to engage with the vets. They can also call me directly at 760-214-1122. Uh, that is actually my personal cell phone number, and we decided during COVID that was going to be our new office number. I didn't want anybody to have to, you know, go through a recording and then I don't get it for a few days because of office staff. So that's my direct number, and um, I'm here at Vance. You can walk in and ask staff. If I'm not physically in the building, someone can get me on the phone. But we're all about helping vets. I appreciate so much all the work that you do. And I just want to make sure that during the course of today, we get people to know as much about what you're doing as possible. So tell me about your job placement program. Job placement program. That's interesting. So that has been a little bit of a debacle because of COVID (laughs) and people losing jobs and mandates and all of this. But we have a lot of employers that have come to us. Um, CIT, which is a recruitment for heavy equipment operating, which I've had several veterans go through that program. So what we do is we work on placing jobs or placing veterans in front of employers that are willing to hire them and helping them build their resumes, build their self-confidence, learn how to talk and the certain lingos that they may need to get through an interview. And we really help them engage and um, get to job fairs and and really work on moving forward. Well, I... Of all the Veterans Association of North County Association members, we are so happy that you were able to join us on our podcast because more than anything else, when a veteran comes in that needs help at the front desk, uh, particularly when they're homeless, we know we can hand them over to you and know that they're in good hands. Well, thank you. Absolutely. And I thank you so much for being with us this evening yes thank you as we've gone to evening yes (laughs) yes thank you i really appreciate the opportunity to be directly in front of veterans at the veteran association of north county and the opportunity to serve our heroes thank you again yeah thank you michael bye-bye